Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and good afternoon to others. This is the Vit Friends Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Millicent Meadows, Connecticut Vit Friends leader, and I'm excited about um, doing this, my first podcast, doing this today, which is titled um, Todd, Meadow, Todd Meadows' Vitiligo Journey. Um, one thing I want you to know is that the Vid Friends podcast is sponsored by my Vitiligo team. And please um, continue to like, share, and subscribe, and follow so you can get updated notifications about different shows and everything. And as always, we thank you for your support, your continued support. Now, I, I would like to introduce you to my guest speaker, um, as I mentioned in the title, Todd Meadows' Vitiligo Journey. This is Todd Meadows. He's on the call, um, and I'd like to thank him for accepting the invitation to be my guest. And um, as you know, we have the same last name, so that is my brother. Um, so um, he decided to come on and, and tell his vitiligo journey. And um, again, I want to say welcome to all, to wherever you are and listening from. We so appreciate you. So I'm going to start it, and um, we did have a number if anybody want to call in. 516-666-9973, just to listen in, or, you know, if you have any questions to ask, please call that number. So, um, Todd, how are you? I'm doing fine, sis. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, and I want to thank you for just accepting that invitation to come and share your vitiligo uh, story to the um, vitiligo community and also others. Um, who are new to the community, and I'm talking about the people that support their family and their friends who have vitiligo, and um, I want them to hear your special story. So um, the first thing I want to say is, um, what was your reaction when you first found out you had vitiligo? Even though you've seen me as a sister, I've had it since I was 15, so I've had it for like 44 years. And how long have you had vitiligo? I presume mine started around. 2009, 2008. 2008, 2009? Yes. Okay. So, um, okay. So let me, so just tell us, tell us, um, what was your first reaction when you, like, how did it start? Did you see a spot or did, I mean, just, just fill us in. Um, what was your first reaction? How did you feel? First, it was like a little spot on, uh, my ring finger, and I said, "Oh, little spot." And, you know, I didn't, pay, I didn't pay in any mind at that present time. I just said, "A little uh, spot on my ring finger." Okay. Yeah. So, and I mean, how did how did you react? How did you react when you seen that? Uh, no biggie, you know. I just saw a little spot, little spot. So, it was no big thing at that present time. So what happened? I mean, did the spot did the spot get bigger? And did you say, okay, wait a minute, this is something different? Or you said, could it be vitiligo? I mean, how did you react when you seen the spot? Did the spot get bigger? Is that when you like had a wake up call? Or? Oh, it it, it, um, it didn't get bigger for a while. Um, it didn't get bigger for a while at all until I I started um, when I had uh, like trauma in my life. That's when it you know started started growing like I seen a little spot on my face it was like mm-hmm. little tiny tiny spots on my face mm-hmm. and then uh when I had a trauma traumatic experience in my life then that's when it started you know spreading out a little bit okay okay but have you when you seen the spot um spread out have you did you decide to see a dermatologist or did you just let it this is what I'm saying did you did you want to get um, a second opinion? I mean, besides your opinion, did you want to? Did you make an appointment with a dermatologist to find out what's going on? Because some people do get spots, and they're not necessarily vitiligo. So I'm saying, what was your reaction? What was your next step regarding that? You know, even to this present day, I never went to see a, a, a dermatologist or anything. You know, when mm-hmm. it happened to me, you know, I just, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm the type of guy that says. You know it is what it is, and I was going with it. It wasn't it wasn't bad at all from the beginning. So I just said, you know, it was just a spot, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, 
I just I just dealt with it because it it didn't it didn't bother me at all. It was just just a little spot. Um, I wanna I wanna make notice and um, tell this to people, but if it you know it it it's just for me. Um, I remember I had a few spots on my face, and I tried um, some kind of uh, some kind of blend on my face. Mm-hmm. I mean. And that was all right, but it was, it was, it 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 can wipe off your face easy, right? And, and and I didn't like that because one time, you know, I'm an avid football fan, and I was buying a football jersey at the time from this guy, you know, he had some football jerseys for sale, and um, I tried one on. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I tried one on. And then I took it off, and he said, oh, what's that on the jersey? You know, and I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, wow, it was on the jersey. And then it looked too good, and I was like, you know, that's it with that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't wear any of that stuff on my face anymore either. But right. um, but it only started spreading um, when I had traumatic experiences in my life. But when, when you know, everything, you know, people go through things in life, but when everything was good, because um, people I used to work for, you know, at certain places, they was like, well, I see you got it, but yours, I know this lady uh, that hers spread fast and yours don't spread, yours don't spread at all fast like that. And I didn't know what you just talking about. I'll just... You know, I was just living. I said, "Oh, okay. Well, you know, but lately, you know, um, and I had another traumatic experience um, recently, and and it started spreading. So, you know, it 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 seemed like it didn't spread unless I had, you know, some kind of traumatic experience in my life. Mhm. Okay. Okay. So. As the years progressed, I mean, even, you know, so you had, you really didn't have an issue. Like you said, you never went to the dermatologist or nothing like that. You just, you just knew it was vitiligo. Right. Okay. So when did you, when did you, when did you accept it? Did you accept it at that point? I mean, what, what, at what point did you accept it when it started just spreading more and more? Because certain people who, um, who, who who get vitiligo? The first thing they want to do is run to a dermatologist. Like, what's going on? This and that, and you know. And as you know, there's treatments for vitiligo, but there is no cure. So that's why um, um, that's why I'm kind of shocked. You was like, yeah, let me just go to a dermatologist just to confirm that this is vitiligo. So when did you accept it? Did you accept it right away, or you know, or did you just? Just wait, just wait a while till it just spread even more. And you were saying, you know, this is something that you can't control. I'm gonna live my life. I mean, what, what was, what was your feelings like? Me personally, I just, I just, I just ran with it. You know, I was like, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a God fearing person, and it's like, uh, you know, I, you know, um, He made us in His image, and you know, I you know, it just it it didn't bother me any. It's like I'm unique, and that's me. You know, and 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 I and I like the way I look, and I always felt that. You know, mm-hmm. whether I was heavy, because you know I used to be a, a big heavy man, and mm-hmm. you know I just mm-hmm. I just like the way I look, and when I when I go outside, you know, when I look in the mirror. I'm like, listen, you ain't a bad-looking guy. And that's right, how right, I took right. it. Right. That's how I took it. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't I didn't let that control me. I had a social life. You know, when I was young, mm-hmm. I did what the young people did. Mm-hmm. You know, but I had my later on in life. But still I was still, you know, I, I think I was still young, but now nah, I didn't got older, but you know, I didn't let that stop me, and 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 um, no, no one looked at me. The only the only one looked at me different was a child, because a child will look at me and I like, 
And I, and I would ask the child, you know, I said, would you like to ask me something? Because I know right. he was looking at my skin, you know. Right. But besides that, I'm not every child, but besides that, I mean, uh-huh. it, it didn't bother me at all. Right. 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 Okay. Okay. So you just said, this is me. I'm tired. Accept me as I am. If not, just keep moving or keep stepping, I should say. Um, that's like, it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. kind of in a yeah. nutshell. That's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you you have to be you have to be happy within yourself. You know, you have to love yourself before you love others. You know, right. and and I've I've seen a lot of beautiful vitiligo people. You know, and, yeah. and some greeters at stores, and you know, and I had friends like that before I even had it. Right. You know, I had I've had friends like that before I even had it, before I even knew what it was. And mm-hmm. we didn't ask them. We just, you know, that was our buddy and boom. Right. Right. So what what kind of reactions have you had from, um, like, strangers, people you didn't know? Like, um, you know, I've heard stories where people have gone into stores and when they buy something, when they get their change back, the, the cashier act like they don't want to touch their hand or whatever. I mean, have you got, or, you know, some people want to stand next to you because they feel, you know, real like it's contagious, which it is not. Um, so have you had that type of, you know, have, do you have any stories about that over the years that since you've had vitiligo? Since I've had vitiligo, some people say, oh, you, you've got burnt. And I told them, no, I didn't get burnt. I said, this is uh, called vitiligo. And they'll ask me a question about that, or they say, "Oh, my grandmother had that, or my father had that," and and I explain to them a little bit what it is, you right. know, and mm-hmm. yeah, stuff like that. But so when, when you um, so when you had when you when you started having the LIGO, I mean, well, you so you so from what you said. When I got it at 15, so you knew before even I had it that you've seen people with vitiligo before? Before you, before I even had it? You have seen people Oh, yeah. Vitiligo? Yes, I have. Okay, because I've never seen nobody. And okay, when, so I'll see one when, person, one person. Huh? And when you, and when you were younger, I didn't, I, I just thought, hey, you were you. Right. I, I, I thought no different from you. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that's how just you supposed to be. I mean, you was my sister. That's how you supposed to be. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't even think of any difference in your skin at all. I just thought that you was my sister, and that's it. No skin complexion was even in my thought. I just thought, you know, hey, that's my sister, and boom. Right. I wasn't thinking your skin different than mine, and this and that. Mm-hmm. That never went in my thought when I was younger. Okay, okay, okay. And so how did because you was a you was a pretty little girl, which you. you are today. You you're a nice looking lady, and thank and you. so you know you know and my mother had a whole bunch. You you was the only girl, and she had mm-hmm. some handsome boys, including okay. me, and okay. I just took it as that that she was just my sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How did you? How did your friends um, react? Like um, I'm talking, um, you know, your close friends, your buddy you hung with. How, how did they react when they seen you um, have the Lego? Were you? Were they treat? Were you well, treating me different? Huh? Well, well, now I used to, as you know, I used to sing in the band and mm-hmm. choir at church, and nobody treated me different at all. Mm-hmm. Nobody treated me different at all. I wasn't treated different because I didn't act different. Right. You know, they knew me when I was, when I didn't have it, and mm-hmm. they knew me when I was. And then when I would say something, you know, when I would say something, they used to listen, God made you like that, he made you like that. So mm-hmm. then I kind of felt stupid because they wasn't thinking like that. I had that quick thought, you know? Right. I thought they were thinking like that. No, I was thinking like that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, they they didn't treat me any different, Miller. Okay. 
Okay, I was just always, always, always wondering that. I was always wondering that. No, they didn't treat me. Even today, they don't. Mm-hmm. They treat me as tired. They, they, you know, like they knew me all these years. They, they, they don't. Oh, I don't want to be around them because it's good. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I never ran into that at, at right. my jobs either. I never ran into that. I want to say, how were you treated at your jobs and everything? Everybody treated you just who you were, Todd, right? Or is mm-hmm. that how it was? Right, right. Okay. Okay. So are you still singing in the, are you still singing in the band? Are you going back to singing into the band or? No. Thank, you know, thank God mm-hmm. I gave my life to the Lord and I'm in church right now and, uh, yeah. well, the church was in me, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm following, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to get closer to my father upstairs. Let's put it like mm-hmm. that. Okay, 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 okay. And I have a question. Now, I know um, a couple of years ago, you met others who have vitiligo in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, you have seen people in the past, even before you have vitiligo, you've seen them. But now that you have it, and um, when you were with these, uh, these, these, these ladies and these gentlemen, I mean, was that a good conversation? Did you feel, did you feel like at home? I mean, how did that feel? Just being, just being, because I don't, I don't, I think that, I, correct me if I'm wrong, was that your first, like, support group meeting that time we met um, over there off of Blue Hills Avenue, uh, Sister Lynn's yes, house? That, yes, that. Now, how, um, how did that feel? My first support group, yes, that was. I do believe so. Mm-hmm. That was my first support group. And, and it was, it was, it was nice. It was, it was the only reason it was different because people were sharing their stories, you know? But yeah. um, like say if it was just like a like a gathering, it would have just been like that. So, but people were sharing their stories and what they were going through. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was that part was different. Yeah. And how did you feel about hearing those when you heard those stories? Um, you don't have to use the names, but when you heard the stories, how did that make you feel compared to your story? Because you know some of the stories we heard that day. Um, they were not so self-accepted, accepted about the vitiligo like you were. So how did you feel when you yeah. heard your different stories? How, how did how did that make you feel? It didn't make me feel good at all. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, God made all of us, and we are who we are. All the gentleman told me that I used to work with, it's kind of funny, but it's true, he said, you got to smell your best, you got to look your best, and you got to be your best. Mm-hmm. And I took that and ran with it when I was younger. And, you know, some people some people don't, wasn't accepted. And some people, because like, um, you know, a childhood uh, friend, she wasn't a friend. You know how you know people, you grow up with them, and right. you know they had it, but she wasn't close to them. And then yeah. I see it to this day. And I talked to her, and, and, you know, and she still has it, and, you know, it's just, you, and, but nobody treats her different either. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you, you know, but some people, they go through things, and, and uh, it, it's, it's I, don't, I, don't, I don't like it when they, when they tell me, you know, what they've been through, you know. It's, it's kind of sad, you know. Mm-hmm. Because um, God loves us all, and, and, and we should accept people for who they are. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So let me let me let me say this. How how did you feel when you see me when I started getting rid of life? How did it make you feel? I never really asked. You know, I, the first time I heard it was, of course, during the documentary, the film documentary, but how did it make you, how, how did you feel when you see me and I was getting my little like, how did it make you feel? No, no. I don't know if you remember, but I answered this question early for you, from you, and it, it didn't matter at all, because I couldn't even, um, you got to excuse me, because I got a little cold, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't even recognize it, mother. 
Yes, it was like you was just my sister. The yes. only time I recognize it, like if you show me a before picture mm-hmm. and a later on years later after, oh, these pictures are different. Mm-hmm. But as far as like growing up, I'm like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even recognize it at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize. Excuse me, I didn't recognize what what you were going through when you were young. Right. I did not. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. did not. Mhm. Okay. Okay. What would you like to see when it comes to vitiligo? When it comes to vitiligo, I mean, when it comes to treatment, when it comes to funding for treatments, I mean, what what would you like to see when it comes to support groups or community gatherings? What would you like to see down the line for Connecticut and for the vitiligo community as a whole? I think we need more support on this end because, mm-hmm. like you said, a lot of people, right. a lot of people, you know, and they need support. They need they need support groups, and we have one here, but I don't know what's going on. And, and we talked, me and you talked. I don't know if it's it's if it's the advertisement thing or mm-hmm. or something like that, but I think we need more of support um on this on this in in Connecticut mm-hmm. um also, I do believe it's an immune system um disorder because it's like a recessive gene to me because you know as you know, we didn't grow up with our dad, and right. we got to know him. We got to know him as as we got older. Mm-hmm. And when I knew I had it, and I would take him out the the lunch or breakfast, I would look at his hand, and I was like, mm-hmm. I say to myself, Oh, he got that. He got spots on his hand, you know. Mm-hmm. He got spots on his hand. So I'm like, Is it a passed on thing? Is it, you know? You know, I was saying to myself, you know, um, and then I don't know if you you know if your mom, but our mom had it a little bit also. Yeah, she had it. She didn't yeah, have it. Yeah, right, right. Mhm. Yep. And uh, I don't know if it's like I, I say a recessive gene because like I I don't know if it's passed on because I didn't have it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. In my in my youth in my 20s or even in my 30s it happened mm-hmm. in like later on like going into my 40s you know yeah, that's what my yeah. so and i just want to make an announcement that you know we're talking about immune system and we're talking you said a medical i mean we're not doctors so we're just you know no we're not we're like, absolutely we're coming from non, non-medical professionals that we're just talking about. but we have another we caller um, we have somebody that did call in um, I just want to find out if they have a question. Do you mind taking questions? Sure, I'll take questions. Okay. okay, hold on a minute, please. Hi, this is uh, Millie. Welcome to Vit Friends Podcast. Who do I have on the line? Hello, 443? They don't want to speak. <laughs> okay, they just want to listen. That's all right. That's okay. That's okay. Hello? Hello? Oh, hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yes, I can. Okay, how you doing? Uh, uh, my name is uh, uh, Yasef Mijiel. And um, my, my um, it's not so much. Say it again, sir. I say good af- afternoon, Yasef. Okay. All right. Yeah. Same to you. Same to you both. Um, I was listening to you, you know, about part the support. I don't have a direct question for you, but what what is coming into place for the for like the teenagers and the youths with vitiligo? You know, I know it's got to be really, really hard for them. You know. I mean, I've had this since 1997, but I'm an adult. Right. But when I think about the youth, like the elementary school kids and even high school mm-hmm. kids, just mm-hmm. um, 
I remember how I was handled back in 97 with this, mm-hmm. you know, but I was going through it as an adult, and it, it was a struggle, a struggle right. for me, mm-hmm. and also for the acceptance of people not knowing what was going on with me mm-hmm. and how they were dealing with me. I wonder what is going to come in place um, or what's going to be in place for the youth. Uh, you, you know, or, um, I know they got a vet, or is mm-hmm. it something that they can reach out and talk to? Is it going to be uh, some kind of line that they can call and talk or talk to, uh, like counselors about it and like, oh, how to handle it, you know, um, on their level? You know what, Yasif, I want to say okay. that the media play the media is playing a big part in that and when I say that when Instagram, Facebook and all those other media platforms, but you have so many support groups now. I mean, I've never even we and I totally agree with you because because as a teen at fifteen years old, you know, like I had no support. The only support I had was my mother and my brothers. You know, my family rest of my family. That was my support group. So now I know we have um Vit uh, friends have a, a support team group <coughs> they meet, that they meet once. They meet once a month, um, mm-hmm. and then even on Instagram, there's a lot of teens on there with vitiligo. Um, uh, and you know what? Yeah. Now that I've seen it, I don't know if you've seen it, but especially on Instagram, and I'm sure different media, um, different media platforms, the teenagers are standing mm-hmm. their ground. Now, don't get me wrong. There are teenagers and, you know, let's look at the elementary school kids. Let's look at the middle-aged school kids. They probably have issues mm-hmm. with it. But um, mm-hmm. some of them, you'd be surprised, they take it more at stride than adults do. Um, another thing, when it comes to the elementary school kids, um, there was a program, there is a program that friends have about going into the school and reading to the kids. You know, uh, getting one of the books and reading to the to the classrooms of the elementary school kids. As for um, middle school, it'd be nice if there's a kid at this, uh, one of the um, junior uh, junior high schools have their life. Be nice if they have a small support group in the school within the schools. You know, forget about mm-hmm. you know outside of school. It's nice. It would be nice if they can have that support group um, within the schools. But like I said, because media is so big, and I've seen. I have seen teenagers on these uh, media platforms and being in different ads and movies and commercials. I mean, this is getting this is getting big. There are so many bridges connected to the Vitalite community. Be surprised. But I'm telling you right now, if you go on Instagram, I'm just on Facebook and Instagram. You go on Facebook or Instagram and just say Vitalite Teen Support Group. There's going to be so many that comes up. So many okay. that come up. We can't reach everybody, but even if I reach just one person. I did my job, knowing I had more to do. But even if I just reach one, because you do, you're right. There is a lot of kids out there that's hurting. There's some people that just they still want to hide. They don't want to speak. They don't. I mean, you know. But um, there is there is team support groups out there. There is. It's it's out there. It's out there. And sometimes, guess what? That person with vitiligo, they have to take that first step, open that laptop, and do their research. You know, sometimes you got to do that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to do that. But you know what? I do believe more is coming. I really do. Because vitiligo, we are, I'm seeing so many commercials now, kids with vitiligo, um, seniors with vitiligo on commercials. And, you know, when it comes to ads, whether it's, whether it's the Gap, Target, or whatever, I see a lot of teenagers with vitiligo. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're doing their thing. They are doing their thing. And I said, I am so proud. Because I said to myself, they did not have this when I was 15, 16, 17. They didn't have none of that. So, but I am, I am, you know, I'm hoping from what I've seen, they've come more accepting early on than I did about their video life. It's like, this is me. This is who I am. This is who I am. There you go. But um, what I wanted to say again, too. This this podcast was specifically for Todd Meadows' <laughs> life and journey, so I didn't want to um, change the subject. But I'm I'm glad you called in and talked about that because that's a, that's definitely an important subject. Because you know what I always mm-hmm. say, I always say we're not going to be here forever, so we have to leave that footprint for them to step into to continue on advocating and educating people about vitiligo. Am I correct? 
That's what they yes. got to do. So that's what, you know, that's what the podcast is for. That's what the support groups are for. And that's why that's for the commercial. It's all about advocating and educating others about Vitiligo. So, yeah, that, that was a good, that was a good question. I thank you. I thank you for calling in. I thank you for calling in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Todd, listen, I'm going, I'm coming back to you. <laughs> what else would you like to tell me about Vitiligo? What has, what has, I, I want to say, Mom. We, we called our mother. What, what what did our mother say to you when you when when she seen you get vitiligo? Was there anything she instilled in your heart about having vitiligo? No, she didn't. She didn't mm-hmm. say a word because she didn't treat me any different than any of her other sons. We right. didn't, we didn't even speak about vitiligo, Molly. Yeah, I know. We didn't. Know. We never even had a conversation about it. Because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. guess he said, us, you all right. You know, he, you know, I used to play, you know, flag football and stuff with my friends and, and all that and sing. And then, I mean, I didn't, in church, and, and, you know, I didn't have no problem with it. I mean, right. I just lived my life mm-hmm. and took care of my, uh, you know, my daily activities. And I guess she looked at her son and said, Oh, he ain't got no problem with it. So I was like, no, we we never even discussed it. Oh, okay. I was just curious. Okay, okay. No. Nope. I guess because I took it harder. I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. And I had it at an early age too. Yeah, I it, yeah. I, yeah. I, think, I got it at yeah. an early age. So I think because I took it harder. Yeah, I took it harder. And yeah. You're the only girl. Yeah. So that's why probably you and her talked. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we had our conversations. We had our conversations. Yassi, where are you calling from? Who state? Who, me? Yes. I'm calling from Connecticut. No, no, not you, Todd. I know you calling oh. from the Connecticut. I'm talking about Yassi, where, where are you calling from? Did he hang up, yeah. Millie? You know, he's still on. He's still on. I'll put him on mute. Oh. That's okay. But listen, if anyone, if anybody want to call in, please dial in 516-666-9973. We are on the phone with Todd Meadows from Connecticut, where we're talking about his vitiligo journey um, and, you know, his self-acceptance of it and how he, listen, he is still going forward in what he has to do while he's here on his earth. So we appreciate him accepting that invitation. Um, but like I said, I want some callers calling in if you have any questions for Todd. Um Please call in or have any questions for me. Uh, please call in at 516-666-9973. So is there anything else you would like to um, uh, fill our ears with regarding vitiligo, Todd, regarding your journey? Well, I yeah, just please. want to say mm-hmm. to, the, to the young people to hold on. Talk up a little bit, please. And to, I said to hold on. Uh-huh. And to love yourself, love yourself because other people love you, whether you know it or not. And don't be so hard on yourself because to love yourself, you can love others after that. You know, mm-hmm. just and and I know it's hard to say, and 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 it spreads different from different because we got mod like you said. I'm looking at books. We have models now. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. And and one 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 person told me, shoot, she said, "Don't you know that's the end thing now?" I was like, "Oh, we 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 the end thing now at a store, you know." Uh-huh. She said, "Don't you know that's the end thing now?" I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. okay." <laughs> and I started laughing after that, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I said, mine started spreading. When I was going through stuff, traumatic experiences, but mm-hmm. but you know, I I accepted me for me and who I am because I love right. like Carol Owen used to say, for I love me some me, you know. Right, right, right. I right. love <laughs> I love me some me. So right, right. It's, so it's fun. I want to let everybody know it's going to be all right. That's it's right. Be all right. You said it. You said it's going to be all right. We had two it's going to be all right, but you got to let it be all right. You just said it. You got to let it be all right. You're right, Todd. You got to let it be all right. You got to let your light shine and, and, your, and your vitiligo attitude. 
I don't want to sound stupid, but you know what I thought later on in 23? I'm like, there's different beautiful puppies. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your brindle puppies. You got your different color puppies. And what you say to those puppies? Or if you see that dog, what you say? Oh, that's a pretty dog. Oh, that's a nice puppy. Am I right? Right, right. This I'm not calling us dog, but what I'm trying to say is we all are unique, Billy. Right, yeah. Yeah. Whether you have yeah. been like or not, we all un- are unique in what we stand for. And you, you should let that unique shine, it, shine whatever it is. You should let right. it shine. And if you let that shine, it'll show. That, mm-hmm. that, that glow will show. And people will, <laughs> people will look right over that. You think You're people right. looking at it? People look right over that. You're absolutely right. Because it happened to me. And then when I say something about it, people ain't thinking about that. They're not thinking mm-hmm. about that. They're thinking mm-hmm. about how you act, how you react, and how you act. Mm. That's all I wanted to say. That's true. But listen, we had a couple of people that called in, so let me see if they have any questions. Um, let me uh, click on here on 617, area code. Hi, this is Millie, Good Friends Podcast. Who am I speaking to? Area code 617. This is Valerie. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. How you doing, Valerie? Hi, Todd. Good evening, Miss Valerie. Hello. How are you, big brother? Good to hear Good. you. How are you doing? Good I'm fabulous. You I'm fine now. <laughs> hearing you guys. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love hearing yeah. your story. But here's a question. Yes, ma'am. Is there, has there been a time for you when in the early stages of your vitiligo, you were ever so distraught that you said, I hate myself or any of that? How distraught no. did vitiligo make you? No, ma'am, because Ms. Valley, you knew me for a while, and, and mine wasn't spreading fast. I don't know, probably if it spread it so fast that, you know, I couldn't, you know, but mine took a gradual, okay. a gradual progression. Okay. And so I just, I just dealt with it like that. Like I said, the only time I didn't, I didn't appreciate it is, you know, I had a little spots, and then I tried to put some kind of, some kind of makeup on my face, you know. Uh-huh. And then when I bought the jersey, it was a white jersey, you know, Messed my Steelers jersey. Rah, rah, rah for Steelers. But anyway, I took the jersey <laughs> off, and my man said, oh, what's that on this jersey? Uh-huh. And it didn't look good. It was brown. It didn't look good. Yeah. I don't, you know, yeah. too much information. And, and after that, I said, never Enough again. of it. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, what about and, you relationships? Know, I, I've heard men, think? I've heard both men and women talk uh, who would talk about the hindrances or the how having vitiligo stopped them from connecting with relationship and falling in love and any of that. Did you have any of that not kind me. of trouble? No. <laughs> no, not look at, at all. Cause when when I look when I when I when I get up in the morning and do what I supposed to do and look in the mirror, I'm uh-huh. like, you know what? You look all right, man. You look He's all fine. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I keep it moving after that. Keep it moving. So I'm going to go, but here's my last question for you. Is there somebody uh, out there listening right now? They don't have the confidence. They're not shining like Todd's shining. They're not, they don't have an anchor that they're secured in. Your anchor is God. You're shining. If there's somebody out there listening right now, how would you encourage them? What would you tell them to do? Run for medication? What would you tell them to do? Nope, I wouldn't even. I, you know, I, I, I listen to all these commercials, and they say we'll call kidney disease and liver disease and heart. I'm like, why would you want? Why would you want to take something like that? Mm. That's ask trouble. Yeah. But I say you, you, you have to love yourself within. It mm. says God looks at the inner heart, right? Right. You have to love yourself within. See, I'm getting mm-hmm. emotional because yes. 
Yeah. You know, I don't like when I hear stuff like that. Please mm. love yourself. You have to love From yourself. From yeah. within first. Yeah. Love yourself. I see That's so many beautiful people out there. You know, I'm I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell, you know, this example of my sister. I'm 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 gonna tell on her for a minute. Oh and, God. And <laughs> she's a pretty she's a pretty lady. But I would be with her, right? Uh-huh. I would be with her and a guy would be looking at her, right? And I'm a guy, right? So I'm 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 looking at him, look at her and she went, Why are you looking at me like <laughs> movie? I said, Millie. And I told her this already. I said, Millie, he looking at you because you're beautiful. He ain't looking That's at it. you because you're in. He's looking at right. you because you're a nice-looking lady. <laughs> right. And she, she'll get defensive. She'll, she'll, like, bring that gate down. She'll bring that gate down so fast. Oh, what are you looking at? Him? <laughs> and I'll just shake my head and look at her, you know. But you tell have, on her. Tell on her. You go ahead and tell on her. You You have, please, my people. You yes. have to love yourself within. You yes. have, and I and I met Valerie. I met so yes. many people through this through this uh, vitiligo friends thing, and they're so beautiful. You know, yes. they're so beautiful. You have to love we're yourself. Building, we're building a family, and we're connecting, and we're here supporting right. each other, and that's what we're that's doing. Right. That's, that's right. what we're doing. Well, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, you guys so much for allowing me to call in. This is beautiful. It's coming through really clear, and I do appreciate yeah. this. This is not yeah. Millie's first. This is Millie's first show, but it won't yes, be her last. Oh. I already have a guest for her oh. lined up. God bless you both. God okay. bless you too. Thanks, Take, care. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We have another we have another caller. We have another caller um uh, 860 number and I'll get to you 615. I ain't forget about you. I'm coming to you 615. Um so let me uh who's this calling from Connecticut? Hello 860-983. This is Millie at Vit Friends podcast. Who am I speaking to? Good afternoon, Millie and my cousin Todd. How are you guys doing tonight? Hey, how you doing, Cub? This is Don. This is Andre here, and I want to say first of all, congratulations, Millie, on your inaugural show. Oh, thank you. And uh, you're doing a, you're doing a great, great job. Thank you. And uh, to the both of you, to the both of you, I want to say, I got two beautiful cousins. I looked at the flyer that you sent out electronically. Mm-hmm. And you've got two pictures on there. And I said, look at my beautiful cousins. And the thing about it that I admire the most is that you all are beautiful inside and out. So what Todd just said resonates with me. Mm-hmm. You've got to love yourself inside. But if you're not beautiful inside, <laughs> what is there to love? Mm-hmm. You guys start off with a really good foundation. So first of all, there's that. But I do have a question for Todd. Okay. Um, you there, Todd? Yes, sir. All right. So the question I have for you is uh, I was going to ask you what Valerie asked. She took one of my questions. But the second question that I had was um, how does the community, how has the community embraced you? Because I do a show myself, and my show really is about how we treat each other. And I'm just curious. How does our people in our community, how do they embrace you? Well, you you have to, um, you know, if you want to be loved, you have to show love. You have to give love back. It's a reciprocating thing, you know. I want to be treated. I want to treat you the way I want to be treated. <clears throat> And, and 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 that's what I go by. That's what I always went by. And and people that 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 are disrespectful, and and you know, I stay away from people like that. I stay away from negativity. You know, I'm, I'm around positive people. Um, you know, and it, it don't, they don't have to be book smart, but I'm around positive people. You know, that saying is true. 
birds of a feather flock together. So mm-hmm. I just don't be around just anybody, you know, because I don't have time for that. But if if you show me genuine love, I'm going to show it back. I think I think he was uh, correct me if I'm um, wrong, Andre. I think he was asking how when he said our community, your people. Um, thinking some of the African American community, how have they accepted? How how have they accepted you? Is that what you were, were asking, Andre? Or exactly? Okay. Yes. Oh, that's. Yes. Please How African American? How have they have? How 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 have they accepted you in the in the community? Keep answering. They don't. I'm no different. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was born and raised here. And they know me, and, you know, and I know a lot of people, and they haven't treated me any different. Mm-hmm. They haven't treated me any different. I'm not I'm not treated like an outcast or anything like that. No, I'm, I'm treated like I'm supposed to be treated mm-hmm. in the workplace and outside of the workplace, you know? I think that's a beautiful thing. Um I'm always, always glad to hear that because so often the opposite is true. Um, I don't like to dwell on the negative either, but I also like to um, find out um, what our community is doing and try to uphold our community to take accountability for treating each other in a certain kind of way because it does take a village. If that village is not treating you right, you have to figure out, we have to figure out ways so that we can, um, you know, fix that. So I'm glad to hear that. Right, right. You're right. You're right. Todd, I know that you have been... Go ahead. I'm sorry. You can continue. sorry. You can continue. Go ahead. I knew that Todd, for a long time, had been involved in the arts and music, and I'm wondering if he's had any um, opportunities that have played out and maybe because of Vitiligo, maybe he can write a jingle for it or, you know, an open to your show, uh, Millie. Um, some kind of way to take the, the um, gifts that he has to work towards some of the issues that um, he's had to deal with. That's a good idea, but the only, the only thing uh, with that is I'm not a musician, so if there's any musicians out there with Vitiligo, hey, you know that's that's a great I idea. Thought you, I'm sorry, I don't I don't know why I thought you were um, a singer and songwriter. No, I'm just a singing songwriter. That's it. No, when he I don't said, play an instrument. Oh, that's, that's what he was talking about. <laughs> that's what he was talking about. He know he knew you was a singer and a songwriter. He, that's why he said maybe you can write a jingle about. You know, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's, yeah. What yeah. <laughs> that's what he's talking about. Because I'm sitting here, I'm like, I know he writes songs because I. I know my brother writes songs, you know. So, you know, he has yeah, a beautiful voice. So. Mm-hmm. I, I was just telling him, but I'm not a musician, though. Yeah. You know, he's going to have to have some kind of mu- music to it, and I'm not a musician. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, and okay. that's another point that you made, Andre. You know, I used to sing in bands, and, uh, you know, so that was a social event. Social event. And nobody treated me different. Nobody treated me different at all. You know? So write write us a song, man. (laughs) (laughs) Write us a song. We'll work out the rest. We'll work out the rest. I mean you can you can thump that out. You hear that, right? You heard you heard me say you want to hear on Vid Friends Podcast. (laughs) I just said write the song and said we'll work out the rest. So you heard it here first. All right. Okay. Yeah, we you know we both have we both have musician friends, so you know. You okay. You All right, cuz we'll we'll get on that. We will Listen, get on I've that. I've been trying definitely. to work with you for a long, long time. I know. I still I still one I I still <laughs> remember one of your favorite hits. Remember I told you about? But well, we won't bring that up though. But uh, well, that's a side bar conversation. No, this, that's another, that's another <laughs> yeah, show. That's another that's show. Another <laughs> that's another that was just that's a joke podcast. between me and him anyway, so. Oh, okay. That's another podcast. Okay. Yeah. But, Andre, thank but you for um, again, I'm not going to take up any more of your time. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I just wanted to tell you guys you're doing a great job. Congratulations, Millie, and I'll, I'll just sit here and listen some more. I so appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to put thank, you on mute. Thank you, sir. Huh? Talk, I, okay. I told him thank you, sir, and talk to you soon. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Peace, everybody. All right. Okay, we have another caller coming from 615. May I ask who I'm talking to? And welcome to Vic Friends Podcast. Hello, Millicent. Hello, Todd. This is Ben from Nashville, Tennessee. How are you? Good. Good evening, Ben. Great, great. Well, thank you for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Um, I've been listening, and something that I've heard, first of all, I'm 10 years, I'm going on 10 years with Vitiligo, so... I feel like I have a little bit of seasoning, but something I've always heard when, you know, on my quest for healing and, you know, a lot of people fall into that depression in the early stages of vitiligo. They're not used to all the stares. They're not used to the attention and it tends to, and, you know, you hear the comments and it tends to play with your self-esteem. So I went on this really, this really long journey of finding myself and who I truly was and, a lot of times I would hear the people telling me that you have to truly love yourself over and over and over. You have to truly love yourself. You have to love yourself. And I would think every time I heard that, <clears throat> but I do love myself. Like, I don't hate myself. I don't want to hurt myself. Like, I just don't like the way I look, and I don't like the attention that it brings. So I think it's really important when we say um, you have to truly love yourself is that you kind of really break it down and an end of deep explanation because that was one of my big, biggest obstacles was understanding what does it mean to truly love yourself because on the surface it sounds really simple mm-hmm. love yourself but what does that mean how do you find that if you don't have it that's not a connection that's easily made all the time so I'd like to hear both of your guys a really depth explanation of what it means to you to truly love yourself you want to take it first time? I'll, I'll try. Okay. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I mean love, love yourself. I mean, uh, like I said, mine um, started um, turning gradual in my later years, and I'm not afraid to say, you know, um, the Lord bless me if I'm willing. I'll be 62 in June, and mm-hmm. um, when I say love myself, I'm talking about. Inside of me, I have respect for myself, so I I, I want I, I I want to be known with integrity. I want to be known for people that know me, it, the the legacy that I leave. I want people to know that you know he was an all right guy, and for order to that, I have to love myself. That that's that's an example. When I say love myself, you know when when you know have a man you know after he showers in the morning with. And he do what he got to do, and face looking good, nice and trim, you know. And I'm saying to you, look as smooth and, you know, do your face and make sure, you know, you know your face is, is, you know, looking good, you're smelling good. And you look at yourself and you're dressed up nice and you're looking in the mirror again, you're like, okay, now, now I'm out. And I feel good about myself. That's another example of loving yourself. And then you have to deeper, for me personally, whatever you believe in, and God is love, and you have to have that relationship with him, you know, and, and then you can love others also. You can love others that, that don't deserve, they think they don't deserve to be loved because God is showing you how to love others. And all that all that accumulates together when I'm talking about Love yourself. Is that a couple, like three good examples? Yeah, I like the, I like the one about loving others. When when you say looking in the mirror, that kind of um, doesn't resonate with me because sometimes that um, that doesn't equate to loving yourself to to me personally, and I and I explain why. Mm-hmm. Um, the outside eventually, I had to come to understand what's beneath the surface, right? So, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. 
So <clears throat> we do have our surface, but that's 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 not who we are. That's our body. That's our exterior. Who we right. are is something something much higher and something much deeper. So um, I like to use this example. Um, if I if I offered you a gold bar worth twelve thousand dollars, a kilo of gold, whatever the value of gold is for a kilo, you wouldn't care how I wrapped it. You you're more worried about what's on the inside. You're you're more worried about the substance on the inside of the package. And that illustration really helped me understand the value of self love because no matter what's going on on the outside, no matter how you feel about it, if you're having a, a good day where you're feeling good about what you see or, or whether you're not, you, you have to love who you are beneath the cover, beneath the skin, beneath the surface. So, yeah, I, I do resonate with what you said, but some, t- some days I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see, but I still love myself because I understand my value, my worth, who I truly am on, a, on another level. Mm-hmm. Let me, now, let, me, let, me, let me let me hit him. Let me let me huh? let me um, give him another example. Okay, uh, Dan, at the age of eight years old, almost lost one eye. Okay, it was mm-hmm. the girls chasing me, you know, and they they threw some glass out the window. <laughs> Think it was funny. I looked up and I got a piece in my eye. I had I can't even count the surgeries I had in my on my eye. You know, mm-hmm. and people would make fun of me when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know, but I would keep moving. I would keep moving. You know, they would call me, you know, lazy eye, dead eye, you know, and they mm-hmm. would they would make fun of me. But I would brush that off my shoulders and I keep on going. So what I'm trying to tell you is do I give up life because, you know, I see and, and even today. You know, one eye doesn't look like the other. But I love myself. I love the way I look. That's the mm. way God, that was in his plan. He He said he foreknew me before I was even born. So I figured that was in my plan. And, and sometimes, it was it was a couple of times in my life, and I'm like, why me? Well, you know what? Dan, I'm speaking to you too. Why not you? Why not you? So you have to love yourself the way you are. And if you love yourself, brother, I'm telling you, your light will shine. Your your aura will shine. You know, sometimes, you know, when I'm when I'm when I'm trying to follow God, you know, I'll go in, in, in the store and a guy just say, God bless you, brother. I'm like, Well, how he know I even know God and it's not. people see, people know. You have to let your light shine, not only in the, in in that spiritual realm, but you let have mm-hmm. to because when you get off that aura, you'll get it back. You'll get it right back. But if you, hey, you if you're acting the yeah, I hate I hate to interrupt. I just want you to know I do love myself. This this I know question told me this 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 question is for everyone who was where I was uh, eight years ago who was trying to find what does it mean to love yourself because I thought I did. I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like the way I felt, but everybody kept saying, you got to love you. So I had to figure out what that meant, and I just want I just want you guys to explain how you make that connection. You're doing a beautiful job, but I just want to let you know I do love myself, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and another thing, Dan, you probably it's feel like Dan. that. I use the example with my sister. Other people don't feel like that. You know, it's probably ben, girls. B- B- I don't know if you're yeah. married or not, but I'm probably sorry, girls looking at yeah, you I'm right now, saying, and you don't even yeah. know. You saying, "Excuse me." I, I, oh, I, 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 ben, I, I know I'm country. I'm from the south. It's it's B E N. I'm from the south. I apologize. Everybody oh, here is G A N. Okay, I'm sorry. B-E-N, yes. Now let me ask yeah, you. Yeah, it's oh, okay. I'm everybody sorry. everybody here is Dan. I'm just country. Yeah, but we're not the oh, first. We're okay. not the first. Okay, that's good. No, so no. Let me, ask him this question, Todd. let me ask him this question. Ben, now what part of the South yeah. are you from? Nashville. Well, originally from no, Grenada, Mississippi. Mississippi. I'm sorry, you did say Nashville. Okay. So, Todd, you can continue on what you were about to say. No, I'm saying if he, if he's not even married or he's single right now, is a girl looking at you right now and you probably don't even know it. You know, don't. That, what I'm trying to say is 
when you give off that aura, it comes back to you. Whatever you give Absolutely. off, it comes right back to you. I'm yeah. in agreement. I'm in 100% agreement with you. I I am uh, fortunately married to a very beautiful woman. Thank you. See? Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, See? absolutely. I agree. I'm I'm in agreement with everything you're saying. I just want when people say you love yourself, I mm. really want them to be detailed because there were people like me who were like, "What the freak do you mean, love yourself? I do love myself, but it, you, you have to, you have to make that connection." Yeah. But you just said something, Ben. You just said something. You said connection. I got, mm-hmm. I, listen, I got vitiligo at 15. So it was hard for me those past couple. It, it took me, let me, let me tell you, you know, you know when it connected to me? You know when it connected to mm. me, Ben? When I was doing things, trying to hide my vitiligo. I'm living in Connecticut mm-hmm. now. My brother was getting married. I think Tyron, oh God, I wanted Tyron listening. I think he'd been married like 30 years. And he, his wedding was in July. So it was hot. Mm-hmm. And it was so hot, hot. I didn't want to wear, um, being transparent here, I was going to wear two pairs of stockings just to hide my vitiligo. But it was so hot. Mm. And I remember I talked to one of my friends. I said, you know what? It's so hot. How do you feel like wearing these two pairs? She said, then don't. I said, what? She said, don't. <laughs> I said, what do you mean, don't? Do she said, so what, Millie? You are who you are. You're a beautiful woman. So, she said, Millie. Self-acceptance and keep it moving. She said, I know it's easy for me to say. She said, why are you going to put yourself through that when you can be comfortable? And that exactly. day forward, that day forward, it was like a light bulb. And I said, you know mm. what she did? I was living in California and doing the same thing. So mm. that was a light bulb. 30 years, it took me that long. And I'm not ashamed to say, I'll be 60. I'm knocking, I'm, I'm knocking on 60. I'm right around the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I come on 60 years mm-hmm. old. But that was a light bulb. And I said, you know what? She's right. That's the day, honestly, I accepted it. I accepted my vitiligo. Now, the vitiligo was off my face by then. But mm-hmm. even you know, as a woman, they had makeup and everything, so I hid it. Mm-hmm. You know, makeup blended. But once it got off my face, I said, I'm not wearing this makeup no more. And I didn't. But you still see it on my hands and my legs. In summertime, I wear my sandals. I get my pedicure. I don't care. This is me. I'm going to pamper myself. I love myself. This is who I am. I learned different things down the line, how to wear my face, my makeup, and all that. <laughs> you know, I learned all that stuff. Matter of fact, shout out to Essence Magazine, who taught me how to, to this wear as a black woman to wear makeup. And that's, that's how I learned. But you know what? I looked in the mirror and I said, no, you know what? I was at a church service talking. And my mother, when I came down, my mother said, Millie, you know what? You are a very beautiful woman. And when my mother, uh, God rest her soul, she was the first support person. She used to instill in me, you know, you are unique. You're made just how he made you. She said, but you got to live. And I had to. I had to live. And what I thought was once a hindrance in my life, then made me a stronger advocate. Made me a stronger advocate. Yeah, one thing one thing I heard you say, and I think I heard your brother say, you know, you were kind of apologizing for, you know, how old you are and how long how long it took you to reach whatever epiphany it took you to reach. But I mean, nobody can walk in your shoes. Nobody was, you know, there where you're from in your household in your community in the day mm-hmm. because vitiligo living with vitiligo ten years ago was different than it is now. I can't imagine right. how it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago. So <laughs> no one can walk in your shoes, mm-hmm. huh? I said, I've had it for 44 years. So, but yeah, no one can relate to, to what you went through. Right, right. Besides but someone was it a lie, ho. Right. But you know what? I am blown away. I'm telling you. That's why I get excited when I see these young kids breaking out, doing what they got to do in, in commercials, music-wise. Uh, uh, posing for uh, 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 magazines and stuff. I'm so proud of them. Don't even know them, but I'm so proud of them. But the important thing is you, Todd, and I, we got to leave that footprint for them to step in to continue on the advocacy and the education about vitiligo. You see what I'm saying? So even Mm -hmm. if I see somebody, if I see a team with vitiligo, how you doing? I'll chat with them and talk with them and all that stuff. Don't even know them. I'll go up to them and say, hey, how you doing? My name is Millie. And I'll start talking to them. But I'm just blown away at the youth that I've seen Me and just too. how they have overcome. And I said to myself, my, I said to myself, I wish I was like that at 15. 
I really, I, I was know, saying, right? I said, if only I could have been like that at 15. No, I was busy hiding. So, you know. It was a different time, was, yeah. It was a different but I don't want to dominate, I don't want to dominate your show. I really, really mm-hmm. appreciate you guys um, letting me get in on your show. I mean, if you don't have anybody else, we can continue, but I, I don't want to block somebody else who has something to say. That's okay. That's okay. This is this okay. is what the broadcast is for. No one else has called in. Um, but okay, okay, okay. Cool. Calling in. So do you have no, 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 no. We're good. We're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, uh, just just I uh, appreciate your show and your passion. And and when I hear your brother get emotional, I can tell. You know, um, it, it really, he's really passionate. You know, so um, just keep doing your thing, and and I love your show. Good luck. Going forward. Thank you, man. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. All right. Be blessed. Bye. Okay. Be you as well. Bless All right. So do we have anybody else that wants to call in? The number is 516-666-9973. Time is um, winding down. Time is winding down. Um, so I do want to thank my brother Todd. Um, for accepting the invitation. I said it earlier, and I'm going to say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on and just letting everybody uh, hear about your vitiligo journey um, and also, um, you know, your insight on it. And, you know, you went really deep. So you kind of opened up yourself. You know, you opened up your heart and you let everybody know how you felt in the beginning, how it affected you, how others have treated you, and just sharing your, your, your personal story. We so appreciate it. And I hope... Um, you know, I know with you being out there, you know, you you lifting people up. The young folks that feel a bit alive on, like you said, you mm-hmm. always have an outlook, appearance. You do. You always smiling. You always, you know, giving thanks to God. Like you said, we are unique. We listen. We don't have a lego by mistake. I had to learn that. We do not have a lego by. There's a reason why we have a lego. We are a unique community. And guess what? It is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I love the bridge connections. Listen, we are one big tree, one big oak tree with many mm-hmm. branches. And we know where the root is coming from and how it is going. We know that already. So I just mm-hmm. can't wait to see. I mean, even getting older, I can't wait to see what's going to happen with this bit of like community. I want to thank everybody from, for calling in. I want to thank for the listeners who didn't call in, but listening, thank you as well. Um, and this will be uploaded, so if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, you can go back and listen to it. I'm going to put the link on Facebook and on Instagram. I so appreciate appreciate everyone's, um, um, how do I say that, um, support. And I want to thank Vit Friends CEO founder, Valerie Malino out of Boston, Mass. Thank you, Val. Thank you. Love you. Todd, any last words? Nope. I just want to say... Um... Just, just, just be strong, and and I know we love ourselves, but like you said, we're unique. We're unique, and you say me, you know, why mm-hmm. me? Well, why not you? Mm-hmm. Why not you? Mm-hmm. You're a beautiful person. Why not you? Right. You know, be strong, and 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 I love you all, and and you have a good night. And Millie, um, thank you for calling me. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And listen, everyone have a blessed night, and I hope to talk to you soon. Be well.